Hello and welcome to Butters on Books this week. We will be doing the usual this week, so we'll be discussing what I've been reading so far in March. We will be discussing a little bit about some TV, food and other book recommendations. And we will be just having a little bit of a chat about how our reading is going. And I just wanted to have a quick discussion about how this series is going. So I have been sticking to doing it weekly, which is really nice. Um, I feel like it's been really nice for me to have something to structure this lockdown. Um, And also as well, it's been really nice for me to kind of keep track of my reading in this way. So I hope you've been enjoying it as I've been enjoying just doing things a little bit more regularly. Um, Normally what I will do is the series will have 10 episodes. Um, So we are getting close to episode 10 now, as you can see. All that means is I'm going to have a little bit of a break once we get to episode 10, which I think should roughly take us up to around Easter. Around that time, I will be starting a new job. Um, I won't say too much about that until I'm doing it, but um, basically it'll be quite a big change for me. So it'll give me a chance to settle into that new role, but also as well will mean that I can hopefully catch up on a bit of reading. So I'll have lots to talk to you guys about um, over over that period. But that is what's kind of going to be happening later on in this series, uh, just to let you know. But it will be sort of around Easter time and I won't be posting um, any podcasts for a while. And then once I've had around a month's break, then I will begin again on podcast. It might be the case that after a month, I actually just start doing more one-off things and then restart again after a couple of months. It just depends how busy my new role is as to how that's going to look um logistically speaking so I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of an update on what will be happening with Butters on Books in the coming months ah now here comes my confession um I have not read a book this week Ah! it's the first time you've got to cut me some slack it is the first time I have not read one and I I do feel really bad about that um but also I don't feel that bad about it um so yeah I've just been a bit busier with new job stuff this week and having to do some general life stuff so it's just meant that um I haven't had as much time for reading and I have been doing other things um I've been walking a bit more um I've started doing a little bit of yoga in the mornings and there are just lots of factors why I haven't read as much and yes I could listen to audiobooks but I did not do that guys and I'm very sorry that I didn't do that however I have started two books so I'm going to talk about what I've read so far um so the first book is for my new job and it's called English Pastoral by James Rebanks um and it's basically about a shepherd who in inherits their farm from their father and um james rebanks is the the man the shepherd um so um basically he inherited a farm from his father and his father really industrialized the farm and made sure that it was kind of it was producing a lot but it also meant that it wasn't sustainable um but his grandfather what kind of really worked with the land and understood the land but it still kind of it didn't produce enough so he's trying to find a balance where he goes back to I guess his roots a little bit more um and really kind of looks at how he can farm more sustainably whilst also kind of keeping the quality and production there um so it's really interesting so far um I've kind of read a little bit of it so far and I've really loved it um it's just like really sad in places and I'm like oh that's really like horrible that that way of life has gone um so I'm really enjoying that so far and then the other books that I'm reading. So I get a Abominable Book Club subscription every month. And I don't know if you remember many podcasts ago, or maybe not that many podcasts ago, I read Beast, which was a book uh, all about six stories, which is a, 
um, like podcast series, um, like an, a made up one for the novel. And um, basically Beast is book four in that, but you kind of don't really need to read them in order. However, I purchased the first three and then I got the fifth one in my Abominable Book Club subscription. And I was like, right, I'm going to read number five. And then I was like, no, I'm going to go back and read number one. So I'm currently reading number one, which is called... I think it's just called Six Stories. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, but it's really good so far. It's like the first one that he wrote about Scott King, who's the journalist. And it's about this boy who was found dead in this kind of woodland area a year after he went missing. And then it's about all the fallout from that and the six stories surrounding that. Um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. I think there are certain things that... Like his writing definitely has developed. So the first book is a little bit more rough around the edges than the fourth, but I'm still really enjoying the plot the story and his narrative voice. So watch this space on those two for this week, but I haven't read any books. Oops. And now we'll move on to the recommendations section. So I have watched a film this week with some friends. Um, it's a film that I watched years ago and had sort of forgotten the premise and what it was about and what the kind of general idea of it was. Um, and I watched Ed Wood, which, if you don't know, is a really early Tim Burton film that kind of looks at uh, the golden age of Hollywood and the director, Ed Wood, um, who historically made quite <laughs> low-budget, quick, fast, hilariously bad special effects films. And it follows his life and his relationship with Bela Lugosi, which was kind of famous, and Bela Lugosi was often in his films. And it really centres around their relationship and how that developed into, I guess, a partnership that would be infamous in Hollywood. And Johnny Depp is Edward. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Patricia Arquette are in it. There are lots of other familiar kind of Tim Burton faces um, that have been in other Tim Burton films. And the man who plays Bela Lugosi is just amazing um and I really enjoyed it I would say it's, it's probably my favorite Tim Burton film actually I, I really loved it it was like the right element of spooky and realism and yeah I just I just thought it was really well done so if you haven't already watch Edward on Disney plus or buy it on Amazon because it's worth it it's a really good film um and yeah I just I just over. oh bill murray's in it as well yeah bill murray i completely forgot wasn't it um yeah he's also in it um it's like almost a cameo it's really insane but fantastic and i would definitely recommend watching it um in terms of other things at the moment um i am still playing breath of the wild i slowed down a bit because i wanted to read more so um I haven't been playing it so much, um, but this week I did pick it up more, hence why I haven't read as much, um, and I, I'm, I haven't done, I, I'm kind of nearing the end, but I'm trying to eke it out for as long as possible, because um, I love playing it, and I don't want to stop, so that's where I am with that, um, and yeah, generally that's that's where I am um, with, I guess, the gaming and film elements, um, and then in terms of recipes this week so um, I've actually been revisiting quite a few of the old recipes that I have done over our lockdown together so um, I've been doing um, my uh, korma uh, I've been doing my coca-cola ham uh, I've redone the seafood chowder which was very nice um, and I've been very much enjoying that so um, I've actually been repeating quite a lot of recipes however 
Uh, I thought I'd give you kind of an oldie because um, I did make some shortbread this week, which was very nice. Um, so I will tell you how to, well, how, my recipe for shortbread. So mix 20 to 24 shortbread, depending on how you cook them. Um, but you need 125 grams or four ounces of butter, 55 grams or two ounces of caster sugar. And then you need to keep some back for the finish of them as well. 180 grams or six ounces of plain flour. And step one is to heat the oven to 190 degrees centigrade or 375 degrees Fahrenheit or gas mark 5. Beat the butter and sugar together until they are smooth. Stir in the flour gradually to form a dough. It will form a dough, but it takes a lot of working to make it a dough. Turn it onto a work surface and gently roll out to one centimetre or half an inch thick. Shape and place on a greased baking tray. Sprinkle with caster sugar and chill in the fridge for 20 minutes. Then bake in the oven for 15 to 20 minutes or until pale, cold and brown. Set aside to cool on a wire rack. That is that recipe. Um, and those are my recommendations for this week. Right, and because I have not read any books this week, um, very naughty of me, um, I've realised that this podcast is going to be incredibly short um, because all I have is my books I've read so far and my recommendations, which um, are only three minutes long each. So I've decided what I'm going to do this week is recommend some books from every one of my bookshelves. So um, I have quite a few bookshelves um, and I'm going to pick a book from each of my shelves that I'd recommend that you read. (sighs) Is this going to be a good idea? I don't know. Let's find out together. So I'm looking in my living room first of all and my top bookshelf is my Sherlock Holmes, my Philip Pullman, um, my C.S. Lewis and my Harry Potters. Um, Out of all of them I would recommend that you read Hound of the Baskervilles because it's my favourite and that's all I have to say there. Um, it's my favourite Sherlock Holmes. You should read it. It's great. Um, definitely don't read Study in Scarlet. It's my least favourite Sherlock Holmes. We don't need to talk about it. Or Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, actually. They're quite good. Adventures or Hound of the Baskervilles. Adventures are short stories. Hound of Baskervilles is one long story. Pick which one you would prefer. Um, my next shelf is my Game of Thrones shelf. I have all of them in paperback. And then I have three of them in the illustrated editions. And then I also have Fire and Blood on there as well. Um... I'm really annoyed about the illustrated editions because basically Game of Thrones and A Clash of Kings are beautiful illustrations and they are all different styles. And Storm of Swords has gone to a very traditional style of illustration that looks like like medieval type illustration, um, which is really silly um, and I hate it. So um, I don't like Storm of Swords, the illustrated version. Um, however, I would really recommend the illustrated versions of Game of Thrones and Clash of Kings. They are great. However, don't start the collection because Storm of Swords is very disappointing. Um, but I would recommend um, the illustrated versions of the first two. So if you don't mind not having a whole set, I'd recommend that. My next one is my Stephen King shelf. Uh, Salem's Lot is the best Stephen King except The Shining, but we've already done The Shining in this podcast, so we're going to go with that. Um, next one's my Tolkien shelf, and I'm going to recommend... What am I going to recommend? Probably The Hobbit is my favourite. He started strong, let's put it like that. Um, my next is my Folio Society shelf, um, and my favourite is... Pro- well, just my nice editions, actually. It's not all stretched... Um, Folio Society. Um, I would recommend the Newgate Calendar. So it's basically um, from the Victorian era and it's where they wrote about 
crimes that had been committed and explain them and explain the punishment that was going to go along with them. And it was like sensationalised. It was like where crime fiction first started off. And it's really fun to read. So I recommend that. Um, My bottom shelf is kind of like my big chonky bookshelf um, and I would recommend Terry Pratchett's Discworld Imaginarium. Um, it basically has all the illustrations that him and Paul Kidby did for Discworld and explains the thought behind them. And it's really good um, and I recommend that from that shelf. And then I'm going to go, <laughs> I've got a whole bookcase dedicated to Terry Pratchett so um, what I'm not going to do to you is, oh my god my air fresher just went off behind me and that was terrifying. Um, what I'm not going to do is recommend a Terry Pratchett book on each shelf. I'm just going to recommend... What shall I recommend? Out of all the Terry Pratchett. Small Gods. Start with Small Gods. Amazing. Okay. Sorry, this has become like an exercise for me. I'm actually running around my flat like... Hey. Okay, in my spare room, my first bookshelf is my Percy Jackson start off with and the lightning thief It's great. You should do that. Um, the next shelf is a fantasy shelf and I would recommend... Oh, God. I'm going to be really horrible here. Oh, no. I recommend Isaac Asimov, iRobot. That's the only book that I've read on this shelf. <laughs> Oops. Um, The third shelf, I'm going to recommend... Uh, I haven't read any of the book on that. That's that shelf, so we're going to move on. And the next shelf, uh, I would recommend... The Vampire Lestat, as the interview of the vampire is good, but The Vampire Lestat is better by Anne Rice. Um, the next shelf I would recommend... Hmm, Dead Until Dark by Charlene Harris. Um, it's the, one of the Suggy Stackhouse books and it's great. Um, and then the bottom shelf... Oh, God, I haven't read any of those either. No, no, this is a terrible idea. What am I doing? Okay. Top shelf of my next bookcase is kids books um i would recommend the book of three by lloyd alexander and it's all um based on the black cauldron if you ever watched that terrible disney film um but i also i love it and i have the books and the books are great um the next shelf um i've got the entire collection of the series unfortunate events so um i actually prefer the tv series so maybe don't don't check those out um no do they are great but tv series is probably better for me next shelf my recommendation would be Alice in Wonderland because it's my classics. Next shelf, I'd recommend Aragon. It's the best. As you can tell, these are my children's bookcases or children's books. Um, the next one, I would recommend Montmorency. If you've never read it, it's like this spy come gentleman. Well, actually, no, he's like a pauper come gentleman. He's like a cat burglar, and it's amazing. So I'd recommend that. Whew, okay. I forgot how many bookshelves I've got. Next bookshelf is like modern, contemporary, and horror. So. Here we go. Top shelf, I would recommend Black Swan Green by David Mitchell. It's great. Um, next shelf, I would recommend uh, The 100-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out of the Window. That's a really good book, and I loved it. The next one, I would recommend The God of Small Things by Arundhati Roy. Um, the next shelf, I would recommend Wide Sagasse Sea by Jean Rhys. The next shelf, I would recommend... Let the right one in. Um, the next shelf, I would recommend Heart Shaped Box. Sorry to repeat, but it is a bloody brilliant book. The next shelf, I would recommend The Unseen. Um, that's a really good, like, thrillery horror. Um, and then we go on to, like, some of my classics and factual shelves. So, top shelf, I'd recommend... 
The Book Thief. Uh, the next shelf I'd recommend Romanticism, an anthology of uh, the third edition. It's a great book for romantic poets. Um, I'd then recommend, I would not recommend Ulysses. Um, I would recommend To Kill a Mockingbird. I loved that book. It was so good. Um, I actually put off reading it for ages because I thought I was going to like it, but I was a fool. Um, the next shelf is, oh, it's Shakespeare. Okay. Um, I would recommend I recommend they're all, they're all quite heavy. Oh, I'd reckon the men, the moonstone by Wilkie Collins. It's not all, it's not all Shakespeare. There's some classics on there. Oh, this one is all Shakespeare. Okay. I would recommend translations. It's a really good play. Sorry, it's also my play shelf. Um, and then in the bottom shelf, I would recommend... Um, Race to the Pole. I really enjoyed Race to the Pole. Sorry, that's my factual shelf. We then go on to my crime fiction shelf. Um, I feel like ICU is going to be my top one on the top shelf. I can't remember which one I read, though, but they're all by, like, Claire McIntosh, and they've all got really similar names. I'm going to go with ICU. Next shelf is my Ian Rankin shelf, so I would recommend Knots and Crosses. Um, The next shelf, I would recommend Mermaid Singing. The next shelf, I would recommend Lady Orderly Secrets. Uh, The next shelf, I would recommend The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And the bottom shelf, I would recommend got to move some things actually to see um some agatha christie and then there were none um okay <laughs> we've got a few shelves left and then we're done um oh but they're all toe patches so we're not going to do that that's fine okay <laughs> so i own the in duplicate we don't need to talk about that okay so top shelf on this bookcase i would recommend the princess bride <laughs> Um, on this shelf, I'd recommend Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Um, on this shelf, I would recommend The Strain by Guillermo del Toro. And then the bottom shelf, I'd recommend The Walking Dead Compendium Number 1. Whew, it's a little workout on my flat. So that's just some book recommendations that I've just picked off my shelves. Um, just to pad this episode out a little bit. But also, it was quite a fun exercise, actually. Oh, my goodness, someone's buzzed my door. Well, on that note, that ends my recommendations. Thank you for listening to Butters on Books this week. It's been great to catch you up with my reading. I hope you are all well and staying safe and living your best lockdown lives.